Crosswinds family and friends, welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in what we hope will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. I want to give a special shout out to Elijah Merrill, our producer, and Sheldon Boyce, our assistant producer, for all the hard work they do week after week to make sure this podcast comes out. If you want to learn more about the podcast or anything Crosswinds related, um, head on over to our website at crosswinds.church. Well, I'm excited to have with me here in studio um, our Kidsmen team uh, here at Crosswinds. I have Aaron. Aaron, great to have you uh, with us again. Thanks for having me again. Vanessa, uh, great to have you here as well. Good to be here. And Maddie, good to have you in studio. Happy to be here. They do an outstanding job in the kids' ministry. Uh, They, uh, along with their ministry partners, um, are doing, uh, like I said, an extraordinary job, Uh, not just raising up the next generation, but really raising up uh, Christ followers of today as they uh, make a difference in the world. In fact, as we're recording this, last weekend we had one of our kids who were baptized in service a couple weeks ago. There was nearly a dozen students who gave their lives to Christ. I mean... Uh, if that doesn't excite you listening to this, then uh, I don't know what will. Uh, they're, they're doing an amazing job. And one of the things they do that I love about the ministry over there, they're not separate from what parents are trying to do or grandparents or whoever the caregivers are of these kids. Um, they are coming alongside them uh, in their Christian development and their understanding of who Christ is and what it means to have a relationship with him. And as they enter into that relationship, what does a disciple look like? And, and, and so they're doing an amazing job at all those things. In fact, if you're in a kid's ministry elsewhere and you uh, are looking at sort of connecting with some people who, who may be able to help you where you're at, I know they are very generous uh, to be able to, to uh, be there for you if you have any questions. But, but we're going to jump right in. Um, one of the, this is sort of the part two of the Mother's Day podcast. This, this will come out the week before Mother's Day for listening to this later. Uh, that's when it originally aired. Um, and then the second part, of course, will be the Friday after Mother's Day. But what I'm really interested in this first podcast is your own personal story. Um, I, 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 I can assume uh, some of your background, but I, I'd like to hear it from you um, as far as, you know, whether you were raised in a Christian home, what, what role did the children's kids ministry uh, at the various churches you were a part of growing up play in your Christian development? And how did you see that sort of work alongside your parents? Uh, what you're what you're doing here? Did you see that growing up as well? And uh, uh, Vanessa, I guess I'll start with you. Uh, tell me a little bit about your background, your experience uh, with uh, with children's ministry. You know, just to let people know, you're Vanessa Samuels, but you're originally Vanessa Cooper, my daughter. And so, uh, uh, just act like I'm not your dad and go for it. <laughs> All right. Um, well, yeah, I grew up in the church. Um, uh, we were always, you know, a part of a great um, church community, uh, and we definitely felt it. I think there's a little bit of uniqueness there because there was a period in time where my mom was my children's pastor. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, walking alongside, she was right there. And so, and she was leading that um, for a bit. And that was, um, I think that was like third through fifth grade for me um, that she did that. And so, you know, that is a little bit different compared to some of my earlier elementary years. Um, where, you know, we were in um, Florida and South Carolina and Illinois and um, these different places. But in all of those places, um, I feel like, you know, we were always 
taught biblical truths. Um, we were taught great principles. And I always felt like parents were looped into that conversation, too. I never um, felt like I couldn't go to my parents and ask questions about what we had learned in Sunday school um, or ask questions in Sunday school itself and know that, you know, they're probably going to talk to my parents about some of the questions that I had asked. Um, so I think that I had always been modeled a really good uh, representation of how church community and parents can work together to really bring up these kids and these generations. Yeah, when we were in South Carolina, we were there three years. Uh, it was when I was in seminary. Your mom was teaching out in a place called Swansea. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were going to school with her, and we actually chose the church that we ended up landing at for those three years because of the children's ministry and because you had friends. You, in particular, had friends who were in that children's ministry, and we believed it was so important that you were connected mm-hmm. um, and your brother, that, that that's why we chose that church, not realizing that it was, it was an outstanding church in many ways. But that's how that's the role that we saw sort of children's ministry partnering with us. We wanted you to find a place that we trusted, but also a place where you knew people. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, you probably don't even remember that church much. Just like little memories. Yeah. You know, that was where I first had communion. And I yeah. remember, um, I mean, I had to have been really young, honestly. But um, I remember you guys asking me what communion meant and why we partook in it. And I could tell you guys, and that was clearly a testament to the education that was given to me in Sunday school, um, because I fully grasped that concept enough to want to partake in it and ask you guys to be a part of that. I think it was a Christmas Eve service. Yeah, I believe it was too, because otherwise you would have been in the children's ministry, (laughs) but they didn't have it during Christmas Eve service. And then my my wife, Chris, and I, uh, as we were raising our kids, understanding that I'm a pastor, I, I didn't want them to enter into the sacraments uh, because they felt they had to, or or that they felt like you know, well, you know, Dad may want me to. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do it because they understood it and it was something they wanted to do. And so each of the kids, when they wanted to take communion, um, had to tell me, you know, just, why do you want to do this? What what does it mean to you? And the reality of it is, there were there were other times you probably don't remember when you were little, and I was like, no, you're not ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hungry is not a good reason to take yeah, communion, yeah. <laughs> or I want to, you know, so. So yeah, so that's that's uh, yeah. So it was, it was an active part of your life, and yeah, you know, I always forget your mom was was had led yeah. that ministry for three years. She did that. I wouldn't say reluctantly. Uh, the Lord led her to do it. Um, we didn't have a children's pastor, nor the money to pay a children's pastor, and she she stepped in and, and did that for almost three years. Yeah, um, the happiest day of her life, one of the happiest days. Not the happiest day. The happy day, of course, was the birth of her kids and marriage. But um, but uh, the happiest day of her life was uh, one of the happiest days was when she actually we hired somebody. <laughs> and I remember them saying to me, "Is your wife going to be upset that she's like losing her job?" I said, "No, she's going to be upset if I don't hire <laughs> yeah. you." Like you know, she was so happy to, to give that up. Um, but anyway, uh, let's let's jump on over to Maddie. Maddie, share a little bit about your background and how children's ministry played a role in that. So I definitely grew up in a Christian household as well. Um, and when I was really young, I actually had like pretty bad separation anxiety from my mom. And so it was hard to get me away from her most of the time. But I always remember like kids ministry very fondly. I remember being like actually excited to go on Sunday mornings, which was huge because my mom wasn't there with me. Um, And I think she also definitely appreciated that because then she could go and enjoy a service and not have to worry about um, me being nervous or upset. Um, I always had super great small group leaders and everything. I just super enjoyed my time there. Um, And I just knew as soon as I 
like graduated that I wanted to go back to kids ministry to work in that area because it had such a positive impact on me and my parents and my family. And I love being able to offer other people um, a similar experience for them and their kids. Paying it forward, so to speak. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. How about you, Erin? Well, I as well uh, grew up in a Christian household, and um, I was an only child, um, so I do feel that I was particularly close with my mom. Um, And from as early as I can remember, just um, learning about Jesus and how much He loved me and wanted to have a relationship with me, and also as early as I could remember, too, you know, God and Jesus and the church had been a part of my life, too. And um, it was just something I knew um, as part of my everyday life. I learned very early about praying each day and reading my Bible, and um, I became a Christian at a pretty young age, too, and um, made the choice to be baptized also at a pretty young age as well. Um, So throughout my growing up years uh, in the church, Church was definitely a huge part of my life. In fact, I really felt like it was my extended family. Um, So even though I did not have any siblings, a lot of uh, the boys and girls that I went to to church with really um, became like family to me. Um, And a number of people that really poured into my life over the years, too, Sunday school teachers. And um, when I was younger, I was involved in a program called Pioneer Girls, um, which is similar to like a a 4-H or Girl Scout, something like that, but um, Bible-based and uh, God-centered. And so there were a lot of um, women that were a part of that, too, that really um, spoke into my life. Um, one in particular was Deb Thompson, actually. She oh, was involved in that Pioneer wow. Girls program, um, actually along with my mom. Um, they led together. And so I've I've known Deb for years and years. And so it's just really cool to um, be back, to be a part of ministry with her now, too. Yeah, Deb Thompson's part of the Wings program here, a preschool program here at uh, Crosswinds. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, just, and again, a lot like what Maddie said, too, just... Um, realizing the impact that so many people had in my life, um, besides just my parents, um, but yeah, people at the church too, and um, just being in the position that I'm in today to be able to um, hopefully make that same sort of impact in kids' lives and their families' lives too. Yeah, unlike the three of you, um, I classify myself as a church child of unchurched parents, right? So my parents came to Christ when I was 15. I came to Christ when I was five. And to this day, I mean, I, even my mom, when, I, when I've asked her over the years, you know, why, why they did this, she really can't say. She has felt like that was something they needed to do. They dropped me off at Sunday school, literally dropped me off. And, uh, and I would do Sunday school, and then they would come pick me up. And uh, that happened for years. And as my brother got older, they did the same for him. And so from 5 to 15, um, yeah, it, it was the Sunday school teachers, it was the children's workers, it was the, you know, student ministry leader, student pastor and his wife, who really mentored me in the things of Christ. I had very good parents, very moral parents, and so, all, you know, character and all those things were taught at home and, and exemplified at home. But as far as Christ, uh, uh, the Christ understanding, you know, who he is and all those things that came from outside the home. And so 
you know, I wouldn't say it was a reluctant partnership because my mom and dad intentionally dropped us off, but it was quite a powerful um, partnership because without that partnership, I probably wouldn't be here today, Mm -hmm. which is an interesting thing because I'm sitting across from my daughter (laughs) and would she be here today? I mean, you know, God's in control and all those things, but certainly not in a way that we are. Uh, You know, she knew godly grandparents on both sides, Um, you know, uh, but I can remember the first time dad prayed uh, before a meal. And uh, I was I was out of college, and and we got ready to pray. And I assumed that they were going to say what they always said, "Craig, would you lead us in prayer?" And they didn't. I just started praying. I looked over at my brother, and he, he looked at me and said, "Yeah, you know, like it's been it's been going on for a while." And, and so the the for me, uh, um, you know, I tell people I'm passionate about kids ministry, but so thankful that you guys are leading it. Um, you know, I, I help out with Summer Serve, which for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, it's coming up, by the way. So if you're mm-hmm. part of Crosswinds, get ready to sign up. It's a time where we're able to to go in and be a part of leading uh, one of the one of the classes so that the people who lead throughout the year have a break in the summer. It's an amazing opportunity uh, to be in there. Um, I love being in there. I usually partner up with my wife, who is a teacher, and so she does a great job teaching. I do a great job riling the kids up. Uh, which I always get in trouble for afterwards from her. Uh, But it's a great experience. I enjoy doing that. But it's not my forte of, 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 of ministry. And I remember my wife was working at a Christian school. They asked if I would do uh, one of their uh, chapel services for kids, little kids. And that was the only time they ever asked me. So I sort of assumed <laughs> that that's not my, not my wheelhouse. But, but, uh, but I certainly have, have been somebody who, without a children's ministry, a kid's ministry like you guys lead, um, pouring into me, I wouldn't be here. And so the, the impact and getting kids at a young age. You know, mm-hmm. when you talk about uh, myself, even my story, I was five. I was getting ready to turn six. And, and that, that spoke into the trajectory of my life. And uh, I'm thankful that, uh, that that relationship with the Lord started younger and protected me from things. You know, my testimony may not seem as exciting as some of my friends, and I'm thankful <laughs> that it's not. Um, the, Lord, the Lord covered me in that way. Talk to me a little bit. All three of you, like I said, are from a little different background than me in the sense that you're from Christian homes. Um, how, how then do you navigate um, people who are coming in who are either new to the church, right? Maybe they're not even Christian yet. Um, uh, or they're, they're maybe not new to church, but they may be new to this whole discipleship thing. It's interesting to me, the people who come in who say, man, we've been a part of church for years, but but never knew, you know, about this personal relationship with Christ, and now they're coming. And and certainly because of the quality of, of, of kidsmen that you guys lead, we have people who come because their kids get up and say, are we going to church? Yeah. You know, because, and they're the driver, right? Hey, we want to, we want to go to, we want to go to Sunday school this morning. And, and so that's a different parent. That's a different uh, caregiver, you know, than what you guys grew up in. How, how do you how do you see that role a little different, or, or maybe it's not different? Uh, explain to me. I'll just lay the question out there. Do you see it different, or and if you do, how do you see it different? Of how you partner with a parent who maybe has been a, a, a thriving believer for years. And what I mean by thriving, I mean they're actually pouring into the relationship with Christ for years. They're disciples to the person who maybe doesn't know Christ, new to Christ, new to this whole church thing. 
And uh, let's see, Erin, I'll start with you. Okay. Um, well, I think that uh, the one thing that we have in common with all of those different types of families and those parents is that um, we have like the best interest of their child in mind and that hopefully parents will see that, you know, wherever they're at in their spiritual journey, that we are willing to uh, just partner with them and walk alongside them Um Focusing, yes, primarily on um, the child's um, journey and relationship with Christ. But we know, too, how that can really kind of spill over to um, a family, too. You've talked about your experience, you know, with your family. And, you know, we tell our kids, too, and kids' ministry all the time, too, that they have a story to share too, you know, that they can be missionaries to their, to their friends at school, to, you know, people in their neighborhood, to their own families too. So, you know, that's exciting to know that, you know, we're all kind of working together. Absolutely. Maddie, what do you, what do you think? Um, for me, um, I work a lot with the younger kids. And so I feel like it's more so just trying to communicate to the littles and their families, just like the concept of Jesus, just like in general and the idea that he like has such a love for them that like maybe they've never experienced or known. Well, clearly that they've never experienced or known because it's so overwhelming and vast. Um, Just kind of introducing like the idea that there is someone who who really loves them and wants to be their friend and wants that relationship with them. And then once, like, we can kind of communicate that with the kid, just sort of, like, bringing the family along with them and, you know, letting them know, too, like, this is, he's real and he loves and um, this is what we've been trying to show, you know, the the littles. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How about you, Vanessa? Yeah, like, building off of that, too, I think it's – um our assumption is to never assume that we know where the parents are at because um, a family could be going for years but still not know um, maybe some of those bigger concepts in terms of Christianity or uh, maybe they aren't in their Bible regularly and things like that. So, you know, for us, I think it's so important that the concepts and um, the truths that we're telling to our kids that they're able then to have those conversations with their parents too. Um, And maybe it's a conversation that the parents have had for the first time and are learning with their kids, or maybe it's something that the parents can, you know, talk a little bit more about. But, you know, we do um, emails for our parents that are always letting them know what we're teaching the kids, where it's scripture we're in. Um, It gives them tips on um, how to talk to their kids about some of these things. Uh, we just, like we said, did a big salvation moment last weekend or a couple weekends ago for Easter. Um, and, and there is the brochure. And we want parents to ask their kids these questions too. And, you know, we're not just giving them a question and hoping that they also know the answer, but we're also hopefully letting them see that we're partnering with them. And so here's the question and here's some like leading uh, conversations you can have with that too. So that they also feel equipped to um, have some of those conversations with their kids as well. Oh, that's great. So you're resourcing them. 
Yeah. Uh, to be able to have those conversations, which actually leads me to sort of a, a question as we start wrapping up this podcast, um, uh, is this, and so I'll give you a couple minutes as I'm blabbing to think about uh, the answer, because I didn't prepare you to answer this question, but what is the wildest question you've ever had a child <laughs> ask you uh, about spiritual things? Okay. And so... I'll, I'll, I'll give you a second. Who, who wants to answer first? Wildest question, and it, it, was it your own child or was it one in the children's ministry? Who wants to go? I can go. All right, Vanessa. Um, it's the Trinity. I think that's just the hardest concept to talk about anyway. Um, I mean, I have my master's in ministry, and even like with that, it so can be challenging. Well, there's a mystery. Yeah, there's a mystery, and there's a sense of trust and mm-hmm. a willingness to understand you're not going to know everything. Um, and so, yeah, I, I remember the question that we asked the kids was, do you have any questions about God? And they are like, yep. <laughs> explain to me how he's a father, son, and Holy Spirit. What does that mean? And so we just, they're coloring on their page and we were trying to break down what it meant. Um, you know, thankfully with kids, you can kind of do these different concepts and they don't need to go incredibly deep, um, but just to get them the idea. But yeah, that was a big one that I wasn't quite prepared for in that moment. <laughs> Especially from a child, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Okay, I've had some time to think about it. And I think um, probably the craziest question that I think even adults still ask too is it's such a hard concept to understand that um, God has always been, you know, and, you know, we have this um, just... uh, concept of there must be a beginning and an end to everything. And God has always been and always will be. And, you know, so kids have asked, how is that possible? Another <laughs> another easy question to yeah, answer, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm like, well, that's just something that is only possible because He's with God. God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's good. <laughs> like, not that's for good. any of us. But yeah, that is, it's really hard to wrap your mind around that. You know? Well, sounding like the questions are not any different than an adult would ask. No, yeah. And, and so that's, yeah. that's interesting. Maddie, have you had any crazy questions, any wild questions? Any Similar to uh, what Vanessa said, I've had even preschoolers, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, like just question, like, how can... God be a father and a son and like how does that work and all of these things and I did not go to school for <laughs> ministry and so when one of those questions pop up I'm just like oh um. I'm gonna walk over to her and ask yeah it's a really hard hard questions to answer one of, one of the best uh, lessons I ever learned is to say, well, I'm not really sure about that, but let's figure this out together. Mm-hmm. And I think people appreciate that. My guess is kids would be too. Well, here, here I'm going to close with a little story, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap up this episode. And uh, again, this is part one of, of, of a two-parter as we talk about Mother's Day and the children's ministry, how we come alongside parents here at Crosswinds. Uh, but it, it reminded me of uh, Vanessa sitting across from me, so it's her story in part. Um, when she was in children's ministry, about four years old, she came in. She said, um, I had to, my Sunday school teacher said, Jesus is in your heart. And I had to tell her, well, not really in my heart. Like it's very literal, right? That like, he's not really in here. That, And she was going to this deep discussion about the heart being who she is, but not really like her physical heart. And I thought, oh my goodness, uh, I, I would not want to be her Sunday school teacher. Because <laughs> uh, she was right. But I thought, I think the Sunday school teacher was very right to say, Jesus is in your heart. And we understand that. And from a kid's perspective, but she was four, um, acting like she was 40. Um, and then uh, last weekend, um, 
her daughter, my granddaughter, uh, Jordan, came up. And she said, you know, uh, the Sunday school teacher said that Jesus can hear us because he's in our heart. And he, she said, we can't hear us because he's in our heart, but he can hear us because he's in our heart. And I thought, I thought, and she, she's four. And I thought, I thought, oh my goodness, you know, <laughs> what a challenge. My granddaughter and my daughter were probably Sunday school <laughs> teachers as they're, as they're like trying to work through this understanding of how we, we use terminology, biblical terminology, mm-hmm. but understanding that the heart is the core of our being and not the, not our physical heart. But both of them were very literal. And wanted to say, okay, I understand what you're saying, but don't understand what you're saying. But it was pretty, pretty, pretty funny as, I, as she shared that in my mind. All the way went back to when Vanessa was four. So kids do say some some wild things, but but as we share, uh, wow, wise beyond their years, mm-hmm. um, with the questions they're asking, and and when people ask me, you know, can can a child that young understand what it means to come to Christ, or can a child that young understand what it means to be baptized? I'm like, absolutely, I was there, and it sounds like we were too. Um, you know, uh, in fact, uh, Jesus Himself said, "Let's have faith of a child." Right. So there's just a powerful reality there. Well, thank you for being a part of this episode, and and if you're if you're listening again, this is part one and part two. Join us next week as we really start to dive into how specifically uh, we as Crosswinds come alongside families. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but uh, for now, I just want you to, to know, again, if you want to learn more about this podcast or, or Crosswinds, go to crosswinds.church. Uh, yeah, remember to check out our website. And for now, be blessed and bless others. Mm-hmm.